Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of We Should Have Recorded That. So we did. I'm Jasmine. And it's your girl, Sierra. This is episode number 63, the first episode of 2021. Happy New Year! Yay! I'm technically speaking in future tense. (laughs) (laughs) It's our superpower, don't worry about it. (laughs) Yeah. We was ready. So, 2021. Welcome. <laughs> thank you, God. You're so sick. No, would this podcast been real pop? Um, optimistic about 2020, Jasmine. <laughs> I know we, we gave were. 2020 so much fucking grace. <laughs> now we can say thank you and talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Now let's reflect and be real. <laughs> It was real. Like 2020 was so scary. <laughs> not, we're not scary. Stop scaring these people. I'm sorry. It's, I'm just saying, like, it was um, a roller coaster ride. <laughs> like, it really was full of ups and downs. And, you know, they were great learning lessons, at least for me and what I experienced. But it was. At least for me, I felt so uncomfortable last year. <laughs> Very uncomfortable. Like, mm-hmm. and they say that's what pushes you into growth because it, COVID, uh, the election, people, be, black people being killed, it was so uncomfortable. Mm. You just reminded us all. Yeah, let's not forget mm-hmm. all the crap. We went the 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 running to the grocery stores, the people some weirdo sending out messages saying that Trump was coming in with military and you better go grocery shopping. Crazy. Oh yes, yes, that is very true. Panicking, yeah. spending money on unnecessary groceries. I still have bags of rice I didn't use. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pissed. Is that the conclusion? <laughs> That's what it's really about. Let me tell you. Okay. Let me tell you. I still have rice. We thought the world was in it. I still got rice. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. It it was 2020 was a year. Like it was a year of years. It was like a life all in one year. Like it was (laughs) so much shit. I said I'm gonna stop cursing this shit. It was so much stuff in 2020 and yeah the, the best thing we could do was just be like okay you know what can I learn from this you know okay how can I move forward with this you know this move anew <laughs> that's Jasmine's new word anew, <laughs> anew. Um, <laughs> but yeah we definitely tried to like keep ourselves moving so we wouldn't get stuck and uh, get upset about 2020 but 2020 was five years you know, it yeah, really no, it was, was Seriously. a year where we would just hit on just every level. You know, as we <laughs> learn stuff, I feel like it would just come into fruition Ooh. next week. Oh, yeah, guys, you got to be balanced. And last year, like, it really tested us to see if we were going to try to keep, you know, striving for that level of, like, comfortability instead of just, you know, being mm-hmm. consumed by 2020. Because early on, people was like... What is 2020? I've been in January. He was like, this month is so long. Like, what's happening to us? It was January, Jasmine. It, it was a lot because Kobe died in January. It was, it was, it really oh, was wow. a lot oh of gosh, things. That was sad. It was sad. It took us so long to get through 20, just to get through January. And then we just started being hit and think like our 
the way our days are set up even changed <laughs> up. for real like being quarantined we didn't know what was oh happening like that literally our parents wasn't prepared for that we had no, no idea what was happening and somehow we did just tell ourselves like you know like we can try to make the best out of this year we can try to keep moving and find some happiness i think i mean i, I know we try <laughs> i know we try. yeah and i know we have some positive things that we can look back over the year and be like oh yeah for, but like, it does feel nice just to kind of have a clean slate like i'm not i'm not it really feels nice to be like <laughs> okay you know what like obviously it's not gonna be some grand gesture but in your mind like it feels good to be like i can start over you know right <laughs> and do it over so i'm yeah. excited about the new year yeah yeah same here yeah I totally 100% agree mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's it's the days are getting better I know that I feel it <laughs> and the days yeah. started to get longer in the beginning of the year so to me yeah it's like all right yeah. we get more sunshine so I'll take it Ooh, yes make sure you guys are stepping outside uh, especially if you're working from home mm-hmm. just make sure your body's actively getting some sun because we need vitamin d so what have you been up to um, since we took our little hiatus for December, our month of reflection? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I opened a business. You did what? <laughs> yeah. So I know you guys have, if you've been following the podcast um, since the beginning of this year, you know, I went to aesthetic school. Um, and from there, um, I made the decision to open up my own business where I do facial and waxing services. And um, that was in December. So the planning happened really in November. Once I got fully licensed, when I passed all my exams, I was like, you know what? And and as I'm saying this, this is not what was running through my mind. (laughs) But I said, you know what? I'm just going to... um, start the process of setting up my own business is something I've never done before. So it was very difficult. Um, but you know, my husband was supportive in helping me find resources for that. And it came together. It, it really did. I mean, it came together and I'm very excited. I'm glad I made that, um, decision, but yeah, whew, I can breathe now. <laughs> That was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. To open a business, congratulations, Soaks. Like that's amazing. But thank you. Thank you. That really thank was you. something that like you talked about and worked through the entire year. Like you were in school during a pandemic. Cause I I remember when you like, oh, your classes were switching over from being in person to online. And then you had to go back into school. Like you really had to take every challenge of the year last year and still <laughs> achieve it and graduate and it's amazing thank you nope. thank course. you sometimes I don't think we don't give ourselves enough credit and I'm, I'm, I want to work on that this year yeah. like giving myself way more credit because we all deserve it <laughs> to give ourselves our own credit and what about you how what did you do during this time out <laughs> I kind (laughs) of did nothing. Um, Which is good. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it it really was nice to be able to just, I love the podcast, I love talking, but it was nice just to be able to just, like, um, 
kind of be on social media and not think about having an opinion about it. Like, I just feel like right. I became quiet um, and started listening a little bit more during this time. Like, it was nice just to get, just fall back. I think, you know, just, I just feel like this year, all we did was talk about the election, follow the election. And it was just so much. And we finally got to a place where it's like, okay, you know, we know we are going to be moving in a new direction in a new year. And you know we still follow politics because there's a lot of stuff that's going on right now. But it was mm-hmm. nice just to be like, I don't have to have a say in it right now because yes. I'm just going, I'm going to step back and just see what happens. You know, thank goodness we don't have any elections coming up here. Seeing, you know, it's a runoff in Georgia, but, you know, we can step back. And I definitely did. I, you know, I would spend time with my family. I, I worked I definitely worked on my side hustle. Like it, mm-hmm. it was. It definitely felt like a little bit of balance because I went back to just like my nev- my level of like comfortability. But it was nice just to to not want to have an opinion on the world. <laughs> yeah, because it, it gets a little taxing. It did. Yes. Because yeah. because well, I feel well, like with the podcast we're trying to like come to a conclusion you know like we always feel like we're trying to like we're talking about like we want to have a say or a conclusion on it so that way you know so it was nice just to be like okay this shit sorry this stuff is happening (laughs) um we're gonna be okay regardless so that was that's where it's nice just to take a break and it also made us be reflective and just showed like the work we've been doing this year with the podcast like mm-hmm. I forgot we said some of this stuff, Jasmine. <laughs> like I really did make it my business to re-listen to the episodes that we um that we mm-hmm. flashed back to, and it was just mm-hmm. it was crazy almost. <laughs> it was like when were we <laughs> speaking about such things? But it's nice <laughs> that like the podcast really does keep record of just yes. so many different yes. views and opinions and the things we want to accomplish. Like we even went back. To just see what we were saying about the new year last year and it was just like mm-hmm. last year this time we were launching a new platform i think this is when we started launching on anchor, anchor. and mm-hmm. just to see you know all the dreams we have in 2020 <laughs> yes. and now it's like well what how are we going to set our attentions for 2021 so yeah yeah i'm just yeah. excited it was nice just to take a step back and just remember like we did all of these things we were a part of all of these things change all of these things and now let's just keep moving forward okay yes yes and we both um watch the new disney pixar movie soul Mm -hmm. and we were like you know we should definitely talk about this for the podcast and so yeah that's the topic for the day um you want to (laughs) start I mean I can because I definitely feel like I don't know if Jasmine just watched the movie but you watched it and you was like no this is something we got to talk about and the next day you know I just saw the movie just been discussed you know on every one of my timelines Twitter went off Instagram people wrote blogs and posts and news articles about it and I just saw like the conversation that was being had and that really was like how are we here again you know like mm-hmm. it's crazy that black people well the movie is so um we it's a black main character played by jamie fox and he 
then you know spoiler alert get ready <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um early on in the movie like we see him die so we're we we see his soul throughout the movie and he gotta just you know he's learning about life but just just from the beginning of it, it's like you see it's a black movie it's a black animated movie we're excited <laughs> but you yeah. see from the trailer like it has so much black culture in the movie that you know it, it do you feel like it's ours so you know yeah. when i'm watching it just taking all that into account i am starting to see some of the you know reports about some of the articles about it and now i'm watching a movie mm-hmm. it's like oh yeah I, I can see why we feel like we have a say in this because it has our culture in it like that's yeah we, we are you know we hold that tight to us because we built it in the midst of all the things that yeah. we went through like this is our culture Correct. like has jazz in it. <laughs> we know what jazz the movie's called soul first of all like we claim yeah, that one <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, that's something we word. always knew we, we trademarked it and it's the truth because i think like we had no fucking con- i'm sorry i said i wasn't gonna curse we had no control over our bodies for so long in this country but we did have our soul like that's something we Ooh, talk about like yeah. you can't you can't break that like we still was able to sing amongst all the things that was going on slavery. Mm-hmm. Like we still spiritually had our connection with God amongst all the things. So we had our soul. So for this movie to come out and we like, oh, we got one, y'all. You know, we finally got a cartoon. It just played right into what they do in Hollywood to black people. So black people were angry about this movie. Like we can appreciate it. I saw people like, yeah, the animation was great. <laughs> you know, did you see some of the characters? But <laughs> It, it got overshadowed because we were upset about how to cast a black person and pad it automatically with a white woman. It's like, we don't always need a white savior in our movies. We we don't need it. Like, it's okay for us to talk, go back home and talk to our people and learn a lot, you know, lesson about life. We didn't need to learn it from 22, aka <laughs> Tina Fey, a, a middle-aged white woman. Like, we don't need it. And the fact that they continuously do this in our films, it just sparked a larger conversation like, yeah. Yeah. Hollywood gotta do something yeah. different. In in the response to that, I agree that um I mean, come on, Disney. Like, <laughs> so like if you're going to, you know, the, the celebration, first of all, is 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, the celebration of this being the first disney pixar black uh animation in a sense mm-hmm. um is ridiculous yeah. let's start there <laughs> like that's craziness 2020 yeah. um let's you know and it, it's and it's something that you can be proud of as a company by the end of the day less question as to why it took so long to get here and number two why can't it just be an all-black cast because at the end of the day you're feeding people's families tina fey has plenty of money mm-hmm. i'm not counting her coins but she has a lot of money she has a lot of pull she doesn't need to be uplifted <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't need that like she has mean girls mm-hmm. like that sh- that stuff is iconic okay she's 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 one already i'm not saying she wasn't funny for the part i'm just saying if you look at the bigger picture and stop just i don't know stop playing politics then i think we could all be better here so i agree with you um there i but then i also feel like i am i'm just happy the opportunity is there we can always be happy about the opportunities but i guess that next step for black people is just being okay with that but pushing them a little bit more and saying hey i mean this is good but i mean come on yeah 
Tina Fey does not need. I think uh, any Issa shit. Issa Rae could have did it. Right? Sorry, we said you wasn't gonna curse. I, you said you weren't gonna curse, and I said, "Oh, that's good. I shouldn't need this." Here we are. That's that's actually perfect, and that's what I think the issue is. Like, and why black people we still feel like we can be so critical because we can. That that we can. You know. <laughs> Don't create yeah. a movie based on our culture and whitewash it. Like it, it's not okay mm-hmm. because it could have easily been a, been a universal movie with a black mm-hmm. character. That's what me and you talked about. Like I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind if it was just a movie and had a black person as the lead. Like it's fine right. to show cultures of the United States. I would be completely fine. But the fact that they just insert so much black culture, let's throw in some soul. Let's throw in the barber shop. Like it was the barbershop <laughs> yeah. took me out. I'm like, this is so nice, but yeah. it was almost lost. It was, it, it was lost because he, in the center of it, the white woman took control of the conversation at the barbershop, Jasmine. Not the black oh, man yeah, who don't who goes to the barbershop. He said, like, I barely speak here. Here, I all I do is speak to my barber. Here go the white woman just waltz in, and they captivated by everything coming out of her mouth. I'm like, it, no one sees the irony <laughs> in this. Um, I hear you. But yeah, like black mm-hmm. people, we, we're just critical about it because they put our whole culture into it. And then they wonder why when we don't think it's acceptable. Like if they did a movie when they did, what is the fucking, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing we're good. We're not doing good. Hurt that so <laughs> but my big fat Greek wedding, you know, like, oh, that, was a movie. that literally was like one of my favorite movies. But we saw <laughs> their culture, like they didn't let that white man come in and erase their culture like they forced that man forced him jason to change mm-hmm. everything about himself to be a part of that family all he did was show us his yep. the, the traditions they didn't go show her being whitewashed she already know how to be white she lives in the world <laughs> like she don't have a, yep. to have a lesson on whiteness like That's but true. in soul the movie where you know he they sign up jamie fox character to be like a mentor to the girl because she don't yeah. even know the meaning of life and he's just like I'm just trying to get back to my life to get back to my life so I can finally reach well, my dream well remember that the the but and, and I know what you're saying but just to add that piece he wasn't supposed to be the mentor yeah. so that's the bigger picture yeah and he wasn't yeah he was drawing he he only did it to get back to his life which made it even worse it's like well, let me sign he up used to. To, to show this white girl why <laughs> it's important to live when I'm just trying to get back to my own life. Like it was the imagery and it was crazy. And I was like, do they not expect us to be, I don't want to say triggered. I really said I'm going to stop using that word too, but you know, they don't want us to be affected by this imagery. Like the only way for him to get back to himself was Mm -hmm. literally to show a little white girl, um, you know, why life is important. And, you know, during that, he realized that he had already, mm -hmm. you know, lived a full life himself, but, he, you know, he had no other option but to take this little girl in his week and show her things. And then, you know, of course, we they see that they learn from each other, but it, it was lost. Like, it definitely could have had so much more meaning if that character wasn't white. And I think what I was, the point I was trying to make is that, you know, Hollywood just seems that like this, you know, that little plain comedy, that, that comedy from The Office, like, they think it's only reserved for white people. And it's like, no, we love that stuff. Like, we know how to do that. Yeah. Issa has proven to you. We got to say Issa because she was, like, the largest, like, African-American woman. Just to, that type of comedy. She did it. And 
mm-hmm. for them to not think that we can carry a role like that. That's why they felt like, oh yeah, let's add a white person in. This little aggressive, you know, too honest, blatant comedy. And it's like, no, we we have people who could have played their role as well. And we would have understood the character exactly like that just as yeah. a little black girl, black boy, because then it would be like, you, the, the story would have been full. But I did say, right. um, you know, at first when I was watching, I was like, I kind of understood why they wanted to be a white person because they had a hard mm-hmm. time understanding their meaning of life. Like, they don't know some, they don't have to go through some of the challenges that we do to make life, like, wanted, you right. know? And we, we've seen Jeez. that. I'm sorry, like, that's the mm, idea that, that we've seen good, a, a lot. Like, they'll grow up rich and have no no need yep. to, you know, achieve anything, and then maybe they don't want to be here. Like, that has been their story on television right. for a very long time, them finding the meaning of life. Right. So that's why I felt like another one, they, they still don't know, <laughs> so the only way to learn is to live the life of a black man, like, you know? Well, wait, wait. as you're saying it, though, like, I'm not mad at <laughs> that, in the sense. Mad. Yeah, now as you're saying it out loud, and it's kind of like, well, that's actually... Why not? Like, yeah, look at how this black man has to find hope in this freaking world. I mean, when he was going through like the hall of, let's say, memories, I'm sure that's not what it's called, but that's what mm-hmm. it was. He kept seeing all those rejections. Yeah. Do they relate to that? I'm not going to say that they don't, because I know in their minds, getting here in one no has did it in for them. But to hear a thousand no's, do you know how to bounce bounce back? <laughs> <laughs> Do you? That's that's a good point. So that's a real experience. This ain't no Disney made up fantasy. No, this is real life for Black people, yeah. and we have to combat that every day amongst a thousand other things. Mm, so that's... you saying that actually makes me say, "Well, good. <laughs> I'm glad they have it set up." Well, like that. no, that's true. Because then I'm sitting here thinking, because there was a part in the movie where one of um you know jamie fox's music students came over like saying i'm gonna give up on her dream to play um the horn and 22 the white woman is that's tina fey she started saying like Mm -hmm. oh like i can see how despondent this girl is i'm like this as well but look she's not gonna give up and that kind of started her quest to kind of be like okay i do want to see what earth has to offer what a life has to offer so she did also get that from the little girl where it was like that was the first time she could relate because when she saw um jamie fox's character you know when she saw him in all his failures she couldn't relate to him she was like see i told you this life thing sucks you know like it wasn't right any because she saw him trying to get back to his life to live out his dream Mm -hmm. but she still didn't really Mm -hmm. understand like what he had been through, right. she's like, yeah, I told you, it was horrible, ain't yeah. it? And then when it was, you know, <laughs> then when it was Dang. a little girl, a little, um, I don't know if the little girl was white or Asian, but you know, a little girl, yeah. she's like, yeah. oh, so it's okay to feel like you don't want something, but then it's love, you know, right. it, she, it, she started getting like a little deeper meaning of it, so I don't know, it, it was a lot. I, it was that was that was really good in that piece, that mm-hmm. scene when because you know the Tina Fey's character twenty two you know, was saying, being negative and he was, like, so fixated on finding whatever he needed to find but what he was saying made Mm -hmm. sense he was just like, she just doesn't she's just feeling like that for now like, she'll get past it you know, because that's how he has to carry his whole life 
because he knew that because he knew his opportunity to to do what he want was coming and it took a very long time this man looks like he's in his 40s and this is just him getting his break but the best piece is he never gave up in his dream and you know and that's been a ongoing thing or or lack of ongoing or or a lack of opportunity because if you think about Lorraine Hansberry raising in the sun that was about a dream deferred Mm -hmm. back then black men had dreams too but they couldn't literally Mm -hmm. live their dreams I mean for all the backstabbing I mean people still doing it now but the backstabbing from your own people to because they're jealous of you to white people not allowing you any opportunities and you know that you're more than a freaking butler but they're telling you you're Mm -hmm. not like you know I I thought this was a great upgrade from that narrative of it's similar but he this black man can now inspire other people outside of his own culture to to keep it freaking pushing I mean like y'all really need to yeah, <sighs> and you saw the way, and, and that's the part of it too, because they put that in a film, like, and that's what mm-hmm, got mm-hmm. kind of irritated me because they put so much of our innuendos of things that black people go through. So I'm like, oh, they had a consultant, you know, they had someone right. telling them about right. these things to include, but they missed out on very large opportunities to tell like the full story. Because you're right, like they talked about in the show. um Jamie Foxx's character, his dad wanted to be a musician. And the way his mother regarded him, like, you're going to keep waiting for this dream and your whole life going to pass you by. You know, like, mm-hmm. they didn't, his mother mm-hmm. didn't even want to hear that he wanted to still play music. She wanted him to get a full time job. And he got an offer, right. but the day that he got the job offer, he realized, like, this isn't even what I want. I don't want job security. Like, I'm still trying to right. just live out this dream. Even if it's for one day, I just want to know the feeling of doing what I actually want to do. And the mother was upset about it. We see that the little gossipy black ladies talking about it. The only person who understood, you know, him trying to do music was his barber. And his barber understood because his barber said, I'm not living my dream. Mm -hmm. You know, turns out Mm -hmm. I'm good at being a barber. Like I love talking to people in my chair, but I didn't even get the chance to live out my dream. And Again, that's why, you know, that's what my my issue was with the movie. They want to keep controlling your emotions, you know? That's what Pixar do. They have some crazy-ass movies with, you know, where they're trying to teach us something, but now you're into the blackness realm. Like, with, with their movie, um, what was the movie, Jazz, about the feelings? What was it Oh, um, Inside, Inside Out. Out. So Inside Out told it, is from Pixar as well. And they just go over, like, the feelings, all the different feelings that we have, how, like, we struggle to control them. But that was just kind of like a universal thing. It was a little white girl, you know? Right. They didn't have right. in a, a person that was black and just had all the black culture and just, you know, they didn't have that point. But in this movie, they want to try to talk about some of the things black people go through and then completely miss the mark in another area. And it's like, now it's fr- I'm frustrated. <laughs> now right. um, I am right. overanalyzing right. it because I'm like, how did you know to make the barber a big hefty black man <laughs> with tattoos <laughs> and the beard? It was the beard and the shape up for me, Jackson. It was so yeah, the shape up. I'm like, oh, they put work into this character. And here you go, Jamie Foxx's character looking ugly. And Jasmine was so mad that I called him ugly. But he was ugly, y'all. And I didn't I I only started judging him when I saw. I swear, like I was watching the movie with him as just this regular little black man the whole time. 
until we walked in the barbershop and it was five different black people that was drawn with characteristics of people, you know? Like, yeah, Jamie Foxx Curry, his nose was just outrageous. It was the biggest blackest nose you've ever seen. And it was like, they want, I think because they wanted to push, like, she's a normal black person. That's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yes, he still doesn't agree. It's fine. But they know what they were doing. And now I, this is how I know they know. Because again, they put so much into some of these black details, this black culture. And then so much of it, they just let it slip away. And I, it angered me and my homegirls. Like, we were upset. <laughs> I'm serious. I really was upset by it because. I don't know why they don't see the importance of trying to get our story right. Like they do so much with these these Oscar nominated movies that just focus on like a black. I mean, I'm sorry, just focus on like a white woman. Like they even told the story a million different ways of how to be white, and we finally get a movie. And every single time we have to sit back and talk about how it it wasn't right. Like y'all making a black movie, why not get black people to talk to come in and write the movie, Jasmine? Get black people to come in and be the animators or the storyteller, like the directors, just so they could say, oh, no, this doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't how it will be done. It shouldn't be written this way. Like, why not try as one movie? <laughs> like, you gave us one. Like, why not try to just get it right? Yeah. You know, I-, I will say I agree to to your point and then to, like, kind of expound upon, like, more of what the movie was about, too, was... It hit on spirituality, um, which is definitely different from religion. Um, for for me, when I think of spirituality, I think about my own personal relationship with God or the universe, spirit. Everybody calls um, it different mm-hmm. things. So I'm trying not to offend people because I do know how sometimes the word God is very triggering for some people. Um but so okay so that's spirituality for me then religion is just so many rules and I don't know standards and you know and people involved in your in what you should think like if you when you go to whatever service you're a part of whatever religion you're with you're with multiple people don't think you're not triggered by people's um body language you know like you think you got these original thoughts about how you feel about something that you heard during the service, but you never know how you're being influenced. And that's crazy to me. Um, Whether it is the music that they're playing to get you to a certain point or whatever, um, or the amount of times they got you standing up and down, like something not right with that. But, and I'm just saying in general for the religious aspect and that's my opinion that's been my experience I don't like it so um again it's this movie hits about on spirituality more so um they talk about meditation how important it is they start introducing the the chakras to people and my favorite favorite part of the movie is when they because the the guy the main character Jamie Foxx's character is a musician and one thing when you watch any movie you see a lot of musicians they close their eyes and they start playing and they're saying that's a reference to basically you connecting with the universe and the universe allowing you Mm -hmm. to play that and that's why it's so healing that's why some people you know they feel better afterwards like it's it's a real 
energetic exchange that's happening. Um, and that's something as far as that idea that people have been talking about for years of it being a possibility. Um, told you guys before, I read Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And when you really get into that book, that's literally what he's telling you. He can't really articulate it in a way that probably you know, what makes sense because the way they spoke back then was just different. So when I read it, it was really kind of hard to understand. I had to read that book a few times to truly understand what he was saying. But it's, it, this is not nothing new. The, the secret, the, 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 the secret that's on um, Netflix is also a book. They talk about it, like literally any book that you read, there's an aspect of that idea being told. And I just like that they're allowing people to know this because at the end of the day for us to live in a better world because we again we're in 2020 and we had to argue with people about why they should let black people be in a film or be a part of a film be a creative in a film about black people that's don't make sense that's not an argument that's stupid so this idea of connecting with the universe i think it just will bring people together I really, really do. Um, and I know some people are like, you know, not really believing it. And that is fine. I could be wrong. But I say, from my own personal experience, I don't think I am. Like, I really believe that that's exactly how it works. Um, and I could get so deep into it. I'll say this. Like, one thing I know I'm going to be doing this year is doing affirmations. I have to. Um, this world is, has conditioned us to to an extreme that you don't even know is happening and you had to reprogram your mind and the only not only it's a thousand ways you can do it but one real big way you can do it is saying um repeating i am affirmations and that's something that i learned about years ago through karen civil um karen um civil she is i don't know what her title is she's just a great person (laughs) that's all i can tell you she's very smart and um she in her book she talked about affirmations and I and I thought it was crazy I thought it was so stupid I said why am I that's just wasting my time but now that I'm at this age because that was probably like four years ago maybe and um I get it I get why you should repeat affirmations and why you should be saying these positive things to yourself so you can really start to believe it because what you hear what you know what you believe literally can become physical like it goes from in your mind to outside in the world like so it's I'm just saying I was very appreciative of I it I think I definitely was listening to you definitely trying to take in and like understand what you were saying because I, I do think a, a little bit of what you're saying was a part of the reason I didn't like the movie because mm-hmm. I know with religion it is very hard to put that into a movie unless you want to say okay I'm making a movie about a specific religion so I saw what they try to do with mm-hmm. oil. They did remove it from the, from us talking about okay, you going to heaven. You know, they removed it from that piece. Like we saw right. it was in the sky, but we don't. It wasn't heaven. We never saw any image of God. They made it as like simple and scientific as that. Oh, you know, this is where new souls are. Those are old souls going to another place. We never know where those where those souls go to. You know, right? So I, I actually thought that was okay because I'm like, it's a way to talk about these things that we find hard to talk about because we mm-hmm. label a religion on it so we kind of stop hearing each other so i did think that, that was that was yeah. a, a good way for a child to be watching it like oh, okay you know it is something beyond this life okay you know it's okay to have a meaning towards life but 
I think in them doing that, they kind of stole the black people's soul because the last just just the quickest way I can try to explain it is just like listen. you know I put my <laughs> hand on listen. my head be, just because Jamie Foxx character Joe right we see him like when we first meet him we see him kind of struggling in life we see but we see him like with his students we know it's not what he wanted to be doing you know then we see he, he still has a dream so then we see like you said in that dream in the midst of that like when him when him when he was playing his music, like he was at his happiest place. He didn't even realize that him just playing was actually living his dream because all the people were affected by him, his music. He thought he needed a bigger right. stage, but every time he got to right. play his music, like he was at his happiest, his ultimate level, like he was reaching a dream at that point. That was his, and remember he kept calling his spark. He was like, I know what it is now. Like, I thought my spark would be me getting to a level, but I'm realizing that my spark is just my love of music, period. You know, in the world he was in, mm-hmm. not winning, he had still found something that was his spark. Then we meet 22, Tina's face character. She literally could not go to Earth Jazzing because she didn't have a spark. She didn't have a soul. And that I feel like that's the point of the movie. Like white people keep trying to understand like how black people keep surviving, you know? how we keep going on, how we keep making it to these levels. And we've been telling for a long time, like we have something that they don't have. Like we have a want to literally be on this earth. Like that's what we've been screaming to them. Like we have a soul, like we feel things differently. Like we've been connected to this world. So I feel like for them to try to say like, oh, this is the way for you to achieve. Because at at the end of the story, we see that for 22 tina Fey's character she find no no exact lust for the in the world she just start appreciating you know the world as it is like she literally found no spark but she was happy with it you know like she was like i'm gonna be happy just right. being able to be on earth and we see that joe's he his spark was found in i had lived a life on the world on the earth like he had he had the spark he literally had the soul tina Fey ain't have a final soul so for for them to, to to try to make it to be like it's okay for you not to have a meaning for life, I told you that was the thing. I, I didn't get that that was a a positive thought for me and about spirituality and about hope. It, it, it was like I know I for you. some people they probably do need it because they can't find the idea of a spark, but literally say, oh no, it's never really been a spark. It's never been your soul. I'm like, come on, <laughs> it's not true. We, we can see that it's not true because yeah, you, you might need to realize that it's sparking other places but I don't think saying like yeah definitely yeah, yeah and that, that's what they kind of did it was like oh yeah Joe it was never that like it was never what you loved like come on that's not true but that was the that was the simplest way for white people to understand they still haven't that that's that's my conclusion they still haven't found out what our soul is they, they haven't found it out so they done made a whole fucking movie about it and they still haven't found out like why black people still survive and thrive. Oh, I hear you. And it's so crazy because they must have interviewed mm-hmm. one barber and the barber told him that, you know, this wasn't his dream. They ran. And they ran like, with it. Because it's like, I didn't think that was strange the in the girl, movie. Because I was like, the girl, why wouldn't he, he love it? Was like, well, I mean, I thought you make people happy. Like, you're, you're great so at this. It. How could this not be? And right. like, no, nigga, this ain't mm-hmm. my dream. <laughs> <laughs> I don't gotta explain to you how I'm still happy not living my dream, but this ain't right. been it. <laughs> like, yeah. I had 
other aspirations other than trimming up your your hairline like why don't yeah. you understand like we I feel like that's what that's why they don't understand why we still met because they still ain't figured it out and then they ended the movie though they're like no 22 you got it they're like well how did she get it <laughs> tell me how 22 got it let somebody tell me Jasmine how she got her her last yeah. badge that is kind of crazy because they don't know and they're like yes. you gotta be okay with not knowing guys and I'm like well that's for y'all yeah no let's not I do know, that like even <laughs> simple yeah, like even I being content in my life, I still want to live. Like I still want to do achieve something. Like, and that is the little spark that keeps us going. Like we can't even explain it. Almost like we yeah. have a, we, I mean, Let because me of you. what we've been through as a culture, like we have an earnest like to want to live. Like that's it. I mean, obviously, his life that's happens, it. but yeah, that's that's, it. that's how we keep moving forward. No. How we got through slavery because that we knew it. things could be better. Like. Or we can survive another day. Like it, you know, it's that hope of wanting something to be greater and better the next day, but also just accepting like this is the life that we live in. Like, okay, we made it another day. That's yeah. that's enough. That's be enough for us as a collective whole. And I'm telling you, they still ain't figure out like what it really is. I'm trying to tell you, all right, Disney, Pixar, because mm-hmm. I know somebody's listening. Listen, I got okay. soul too for you. I will sue you if you just pay this idea. Just pay me. Mm-hmm. So Soul 2 is going to be about um, his ancestors. So it's maybe or, or somebody, maybe it's a new character, but it's going to be about his ancestors. So we finally go to that place that we didn't go to in the last movie and it shows you what's on the other side. On the other side are people there to guide you. Um, and We'll maybe do flashbacks to the first movie where he was being protected the entire time <laughs> by these people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's that is the soul. You said it. It's where we come from. It's who we come from. Our bloodline. The people who still look after us to they this day. Like, that, I they, think they that's they the piece they did. They went back and showed his daughter. And, and that's that, something so... like they showed enough little okay. images like okay. they went back and gave all the credit to his father because the mother was being so negative about that connection okay. and he had to go back and appreciate oh, like his father okay. took him I to see. a jazz club he had to appreciate his father teaching him or well, him right. to yeah. his father because so you could see the father was older like so they, they showed it a, a little bit but I, again that was them not I think and wanting to go there because look how the mentors I mean on well yeah even the mentors the mentors were people who had passed and they had you know they showed the life that the mentor lived and now he had to go back that was the biggest thing I was supposed to think I was supposed to talk about because remember how we said Jamie Foxx heard that he wasn't supposed to be um 22's mm-hmm. mentor yeah he stole the a badge mentor. he just stole the badge right and remember her badge that i mean the original person who her mentor was supposed to be was actually a fucking therapist jasmine they were wild for that you know oh, they were wild goodness. so they saw he was a therapist, oh yeah he was like a wild known sure therapist mm-hmm. and the fact that they had paired the therapist with the girl who little she was number 22 we saw souls there that were five built five million you know like so he was trying to tell us like she had been there for thousands mm-hmm. of years and never realized that she actually wanted to live like to take that next step and go to earth and have a life because she was right. like they didn't really get to feel everything and take all of our senses but she just thought she didn't want to go and their final person was let's pair her with a goddamn therapist 
to see if he can help her <laughs> find some joy and idea of life. And, you know, it turned mm-hmm. out instead of there being a white know. therapist, it was Jamie Foxx, just a regular black man. <laughs> well, thank you, little girl. And I was like, they are wild. <laughs> they really... Well... <clears throat> it's very it's interesting. interesting and that's why I'm like do, are they trying to to, to, to I don't know <laughs> they trying to sweep you never yeah. know but that's it also kind of show like they love the idea of like white people love black men that's why we're trying to get the black men to see I know they be coming for y'all but it's because <laughs> of the fact that they see how great y'all is like they they see it they know and like, we just the same glow, yeah, the same yeah, glow we see same, when they, y'all they walk in, they, they see it too. It. And that's why on this earth here is a little tough for y'all. But you know, in retrospect, they they see like the magic that black men have, and the fact that they made a whole fucking yeah. movie about it and didn't even see that their shit was showing it, it's it's crazy. Like they literally had a black man teach a white woman, the white man who've been here for a thousand years. While life is meaningful, <laughs> like right, they've been struggling for years with that. White women haven't no had place. no place. You just was so like pessimistic about everything until she saw a glimpse of this black <laughs> man life and what he had, and she was like, "I get it, you know, I got to be a part of this." Like I'm taking his body. She literally stole his body mm-hmm. at one point. Crazy. This, this movie was it was nuts. Yeah, and that's why. <laughs> When I looked it up, they said like, "Does Pixar even make movies for children anymore?" Because they, they don't. They never did. People got to remember that Disney. Nobody's ever go as an adult. Go back and watch every single movie. It's a it's perspective. No, they know Pixar how to is really do that thin because, line. Like, every one of their stories is like show these crazy flawed characters. Like the kids don't know what's <laughs> going on inside. Even toy, think about Toy Story, Jasmine. Yeah, the kids think don't. Toy Story was. Um, I know. Yes. I know. I know that. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. They have if they've been, been like, like that for years. Existence. They just make these crazy movies. Yeah. that's not for kids. Only remember on Toys when the kids, the toys gave up on life and was about to die. I'm like, what the? Yeah, <laughs> but no, so they so they know what they're doing, and that's why I'm just saying, like, when they you do. try to do a black project, until you start doing them, and you know. The cult, you know, like you know the culture, you know what needs to be included in these movies. You gotta make sure y'all talking to some black folk. That's that's not Hollywood black. It's a black folk that's going to tell you. Get somebody off a of black Twitter. <laughs> like get somebody who knows what's going <laughs> on that can explain to you. You know the images that we want to see on TV because it's you know I, honestly the fact that the, mm-hmm. the first black movie was about soul anyway is got on my nerves. The fact that he had to die got on my nerves the fact that he didn't love his life got on my oh, nerves man. the fact that he turned into the cat we didn't even talk about him turning into a goddamn cat guys just watch you oh, gotta yeah. watch the movie but the crazy. fact that he turned into an animal it just was like how are we still here like <laughs> it's not the movie that we have to see we we don't have to see this like but that's what they they like you gotta do a piece for these black people <laughs> Am I sick? Yes, sick? Because you know Princess Princess of the Frog. No, I hear what you're saying. You right. The way she still got to be country and like make soup and shit. Like, come <laughs> on. They know what they're doing. It's crazy. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know why we have to have period pieces. That's just that's you still <laughs> period pieces. I don't know. It's it's just it's just a reflection of how white mm-hmm. people still have not accepted black people. 
that's 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 all that that means because it does it doesn't make any sense at this point that yeah, black people still can't be black. <laughs> it's like that's strange. We gotta be cats. Mm-hmm. Or just soul. Like that just ain't the whole damn body one. <laughs> Try to figure out the soul first. <laughs> Shoot, and it couldn't even oh, be a cool looking soul. <laughs> His twenty two was cute. Like I don't know what the hell Joe's soul was. <laughs> Oh, that was a good that idea was, that was valuable for them to take like they could watch the movie that, that way he wasn't acting black like yes. <laughs> and let me let me tell y'all something that weird character <laughs> I don't know what it was it looked like it was like a mouse what, was, what was his name Joe oh, knows that Jamie Foxx's character whatever Whatever that weird thing was, that was the personification of white people, like at their worst. <laughs> like, but the, looking at the paperwork, mm, you know, to, going the extra mile, was it like, was scary to, to me. Like, I was confused because he was the county judge. No, he was. No, no he was no, the no, one no, like no, some no. something is off. Like, he was the checks and balances guy. Like, he literally was the one who said somebody's supposed to be here and they not here, and I'm gonna go bring them back. That was weird to me. Like, who else is yeah, supposed to be here? It was ridiculous. The accountant, like I, I told no, you, he. I'm telling you, I he just was told the, you, he was the his person. <laughs> even when you think about it, at the end when they tripped him, remember? Because he wouldn't let it go. He wouldn't let it go that one of the souls was supposed to be. Yeah, everybody, everybody else was fine. Was he over top of them, Jasmine? Like, how did you know? No, of course not. See, that's why they were brushing him away. Like you're crazy. They didn't even go to him and tell him the truth. No, they was lying. That's exactly it. Like they couldn't even be real with this man (laughs) because it was so strange. It's just it it was just like I I count souls all day. Why are you? I mean, I hear you, and I'm glad you're doing your job, but you're taking this to another level. If I'm not worried, somebody who's obviously in charge. I'm trying to tell you, he was. I'm trying to tell you, he was God. That (laughs) That was was a bad character, and it was probably and it was. Well, I know which one. But him counting the skulls, keeping. I know it was scary for me. And that's why, even when he, it didn't remember they made him him literally go down and pick the wrong black person. (laughs) Like, how did they add that into the movie? Like (laughs) racially profiling, shit was crazy. What's I try, what I'd say? <laughs> You're not listening but that's to me. I told you what that thing was. I don't know. They were trying. I hear what you're saying, but from my was, perspective, the fact that he, it was. I, they didn't need to. It was evident what that thing was. I was mm-hmm. like, that's scary. He did talk about. It was ridiculous. He was not minding his business. And I get Keith. And honestly, let me tell you. Because let's go back to you, a lot of you white people. I'm sorry. Y'all think it's your <laughs> business, and it's not. That's the issue. I know you think it's your job to be counting all this, and, and, and I know that, like I said, it was all really a metaphor for me. <laughs> like, mind your business. Every It's a few people out here looking at you, and you mm-hmm. know people have told you to mind your business, and you still do what you want. So. That's that's how y'all look. If y'all was creeped out by that um thing, <laughs> that's what, that, what I think about you. <laughs> <laughs> he was no he worse than that it because it's just it, he took it so serious like it was like we watching this great movie and it's just like why are you messing with this black man like leave him alone and and, and it could be from my own personal experience and that's maybe why i see it like that but again that don't discount my experience i'm telling y'all that's what i got and then i don't I, and i'm for 2021 i'm not gonna keep 
giving y'all grace, saying not all white people. You know who you are. Stop it. And you should never be offended by something <laughs> that doesn't apply to you. That's your 2020 resolution. <laughs> yes. I love how I love how it's based on a movie, but then you brought it to real life. And you know what? My 2020 resolution. Yeah. Y'all need to mind y'all <laughs> business. <laughs> and I'll be great. I'll achieve a lot of things if y'all mind. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> See y'all. But no, it was it was crazy that they thought they was giving us this gift on Christmas of this movie. And I mean, if I look at it just as a, as a movie, it was a great. It was a. I gift. just it is. It gets tiring that they still don't get our stories right. But it's like, what do we expect? That's yeah. why we know we got to make our own thing, right? And make our own. You look at it that way. I'm not that's that angry it. About so <laughs> that's it. No, no, because it's going to keep happening. It's going to keep happening because, you know, they're not mm-hmm. us. They're not living our experience. You know, it's as simple as that. <laughs> and we'll, I got to leave it there because I want to be. Yeah, we're going So, yeah, starting next episode, I'm not going to curse. <laughs> That's one. I am going to speak that out loud because that is a thing I want to work on this year. I got to stop cursing. I got to start speaking. <laughs> A little bit. I don't want to keep saying curse words <laughs> out my mouth. So okay. That next next epi, guys. I'll do better. But do you have like any specific goals you have the new year? Um, yeah, definitely just build up my confidence. Um, not to say I'm not confident, but I could be more confident within myself. Um not making this about mental health or anything or going into that thing, uh, whatever. But imposter syndrome, I really feel like that's something I know it's real, but I, I feel like I'm experiencing it and understanding it and I want to mm. negate it. So working on my self-confidence. Okay. Those are good topics that we should probably discuss this year, actually. Like really good topics. Oh yeah, it's so. real. Um, yeah. I, um, and you, <laughs> I we actually have a couple days before the new year for me to actually write them down, but mm-hmm. um, this year I don't know. I really don't have like anything specific that I like want to accomplish. Like it, it's just life things. Like I want to look for a house this year. You know, I want to stop person this year. I want mm-hmm. to work on my health this year. It's the same things that. I want to do like in my daily life like I don't have anything big yet that I'm trying to achieve might be a good thing I'm sure something will come up throughout the year that I just want to do and you know focus my mind on but I don't have anything yet mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah I'm, I'm learning that it's okay because like, <laughs> I'm supposed to be living it'll, every it'll day come. You, know? So, you know if it, I still have projects that I work right. on I do I think I just want to be more creative this year so if that's if that's the goal I'll take it um. Yeah. Oh, perfect. I think this year's so. gonna be lit. <laughs> I I do think so. After twenty twenty, so much learning and so much humbleness that we experience is like going to take twenty twenty one and turn out a little bit. <laughs> Enjoy it. So yes, we'll mm. see. I'm excited. Mm. I'm happy to be back on a podcast though. Feels mm-hmm. good. It does feel Welcome good to be back. back. It definitely does. 
Yes, welcome back. And um, don't forget, if you aren't already following us on social media, um, that will be Instagram and Facebook at We Should Have Recorded That because we definitely want to keep this conversation going on offline. Um, and we also, I want to put out that we have an email. It's um, We Should Have Recorded That at gmail.com because if you ever have a response to this episode and you don't feel comfortable or maybe you don't even have social media, um, you can just always reach out to us that way. Yeah. I think that would be a cool aspect. And that's some listener letters. So, yeah. Yeah, listener letters. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. hot. That's that's a throwback. But yeah. All right, guys. Bye. Until next time.